Welcome to the Occult London podcast. This is a new podcast dedicated to exploring magic, myths in the Kabbalah, as well as other topics. If you like the podcast, please write us a review and rate us on iTunes, as it will really help us to get this message out there. Also, be sure to visit our website at occultlondon.co.uk, where you can subscribe to the show. If anyone has any questions for me, then I'd love to hear from them. So please reach out via Facebook or on email, as I'd love to answer any of your questions. In today's episode, we will be continuing our uh, Magical Rites series, and I wanted to do a quick episode just talking a little bit more about what banishing is in the context of ceremonial magic and the Western mystery tradition. So banishings are a, it's a form of clearing ritual, really, that is usually something you learn you know, very early on um, in your kind of career as a magician. And there's lots of different sort of physical banishing techniques that can be done. So, you know, for example, people using rue, hyssop and water, um, salt, and also uh, using vinegar in water. So or you'd actually kind of cle- physically cleanse an area. But as well as this sort of physical element of clearing an area, there's also different spiritual techniques, which we are discussing in this episode. And they are intended to really kind of remove non-physical influences such as spirits or negativity from a room or an area that the magician or operator is working in. They can also be used to banish negative emotions and feelings, um, anger, fear, jealousy, frustration, and also clear the air in an argument as well. So you know that kind of horrible feeling if you just have a massive row with your missus or whatever and uh, you... You, you know, you, it's kind of almost tangible, that feeling of anger um, lurking in the air. So things like, um, you know, the Espanic pentagram is very good at doing that. And this is something that, um, and I quoted this in the last episode, but I wanted to do the quote this again because I think it's really, really well written by Nima in her book, The Way of Mystery. The purpose of a banishing is to clear an area from psychic and spiritual interference. This interference can resemble static in radio or television reception in that it randomises information, rendering it meaningless. It can feel like the aura of a person or non-material entity that is observing and opposing your spiritual work, similar to the sensation of being stared at in public. The interference might take the form of stress and tension from a difficult day, of a negative mood or of memories of rudeness, spite or of general malice flung upon you unjustly. That's um, Nima. So banishings, as we said in our previous episodes, is normally done um, before and after bigger rituals and some people will often do them as a part of a daily uh, practice. It's almost like a personal hygiene. That's something that um, Crowley recommended doing the LBRP in the morning and the evening. And also several other magicians have as well. Banishing has its pros and cons. Some magicians suggest that when we banish, um, you know, we banish good and bad. So that's why I also mentioned that, you know, in a fully consecrated temple, you might not, you generally probably wouldn't do a a banishing before you started because, um, you know, you kind of remove some of that positive energy. And it's like throwing bleach all over your house. Um, really so you're kind of killing everything that's around rather than potentially you know things that would be good as well 
Banishings also include cleansing and exorcisms since the objective is to get rid of undesirable inferences and they also concern with reducing unwanted sort of charges in people, places and other things so you can kind of neutralise them. And it's really to do with this kind of detachment of the influence from its linkage with whatever it affects. So it's not it's not always the easiest thing to do since there's a lot of things involved in that process. But it is very much this power of... It's kind of using a higher power really to channel through the magician... And the magician acts as a conduit, uh, conduit really for that higher power to so carry out that power, power through him and then using that power to banish or clear an area. Um, symbols used in and sort of you know materials used they include salt which sterilizes water. Um, you get water which cleanses, fire which burns, corruption, etc. And obviously the sword, which kind of severs and contacts, which is air. And obviously air as well, which is the freshness and the earth, which absorbs. So these are all the elements that are used in in certain banishing rituals. And it's it's very much a subject on its own from that point of view. But doing these uh, banishing rituals, like the less banishing the ritual of the pentagram, etc., will really help you to develop the concentration and the willpower of the magician and we'll kind of talk about some of that, these main techniques now. Um, I'll be doing a separate episode on this because it's quite complicated. But um, the first thing I wanted to talk about was the lesser banishing ritual, the pentagram. This is probably the most famous uh, ritual you'll find. And it's a very powerful ritual designed to clear the physical, psychological, magical space of the magician. It also uses the symbol of the pentagram uh, as being the highest level of power and the symbol of the dominion of the equally equilibrated microcosm over its constituted elements um this is something that crowley uh described as being those who regard this ritual as a mere device to invoke or banish spirits are unworthy to possess it properly understood it is the medicine of the metals and the stone of the wise so this is very much an invocation of the four archangels traditionally attributed to the four elements and the four quarters the rich is also used by a lot of people for sort of hygiene purposes. So, for instance, the magicians in the Golden Dawn system of magic were instructed to perform the LBRP twice a day, uh, once at the beginning of the day and once at the end. And doing this is, has the purpose of balancing out the aura. And they also used it for purposes such as consecration of magical weapons, etc. I'll be going into, an, uh, there's a whole episode on the Less Banishing Ritual of the Pentagram, so it's worth checking that out. But I just wanted to quickly introduce it here. Um, another one that's mentioned and is very popular as well is the Lesser Banishing Ritual of the Hexagram. <clears throat> this is slightly different to the LBRP um, in the sense that um, as well as kind of removing unwanted influences and consecrating an area, it also sort of purifies the area using different sort of planetary forces as well. And it's particularly special and particularly moving because it, it brings down this formula of calling down the divine power through a section called the analysis of the keyword. Um, it's not a particularly difficult ritual to memorize, but the the theory behind it is really important if you are trying to do, do this stuff. Um, so in the LBRP, 
you know, we we end, we use the Kabbalistic cross and we have a shining white cross over our body with the bright sphere of Keter above the head. And this is very, very effective, but um, with, with the banishing ritual of the hexagram, um, there's a there's lots of different factors, and there's a diff- I'm going to do an episode on this as well. But you'd have the different hexagrams for the different planetary forces. You have um, a keyword which is Inri, or in Hebrew Yodnun Resh Yod, and the rats is representing the four elements of water, fire, air, and earth. And the letters also having strong um, astrological meaning. So Yod is Virgo, which represents the purity of nature. Nun is Scorpio, which represents energy, death, and transfiguration. Resh is Sol, um, which is the kind of light, etc. So there is a whole different load of symbolism with the banishment, which is the hexagram, which I will go into in a in, a, in one of the episodes. So check that one out if you are interested in it. Um, as I said, I'm not going into practical practicalities with this episode, but if you there's lots of books out there which have details of these particular techniques in them. So if people want to check those out, then yeah, by all means do. Um, as well as those types, there's other types of banishings as well. Um, and, you, you know, can obviously I've been talking about these quite ceremonial approach, which kind of comes from the Golden Dawn and Thalamic traditions, etc. Um, but, you know, you could really do banishings Anyway, so you could just do, you know, clap your hands and shout. Um, it's something to mark um, an actual physical thing. Um, Nima talks about in her in her book, uh, The Way of Mystery, talks about a dragonfire banishment where you you basically breathe in, and as you breathe out, you imagine that you're breathing out a huge plume of fire, which you spin around and it surrounds you in a in a circle of fire. And that's a really beautiful, um, beautiful technique. There's also things like puja banishments, um, which is a kind of from a Hindu tradition where you clap your hands, stamp your feet, and shout "pud" simultaneously in the north, south, east, and west. Um, from the chaos magic tradition, there's also things like banishing with laughter, and Grant Morrison describes that as being. Laughter can banish any and all demons. So laughter is an absolutely amazing way of clearing a room, clearing an atmosphere. Um, it's it's incredible what laughter can do. Um, and you can also, you know, banish with, with specific archangels. So for instance, obviously uh, the archangel Mikael, and I'll be doing an episode on him in the future. Um, he tends to be, you know, very good at that kind of banishing and protective uh, work. So doing... Doing work with Mikhail will will help a lot as well. Um, so that's that's our little introduction to banishing. I hope that makes sense. Um, as I said, we will be doing a an episode on the LBRP. We'll also be doing one on the hexagram rituals as well as a couple of others. So check those out if you want to kind of find out more about these specific rituals. Thanks very much for joining us this week on the Occult on the Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. If anyone has any questions, then please reach out by Facebook or on email, as I'd love to answer your questions. My email is occultlondonpodcast at gmail.com. We want to develop this further, so really would appreciate it if you can rate the show or leave a review on iTunes or another platform, as this would mean more people can see it and hopefully get some value from it. 
Also be sure to check out our website at occultlondon.co.uk where you can subscribe to the show. Catch you all soon. Thank you. Bye-bye.